Yo. Yo, you hear me good? Yeah, can you hear me good? Perfect. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, let's fucking get it going. You already know, reggaeton and everything. First and foremost, let me say, as we start this fucking podcast, I want to say one thing. Fucking Mike Towers was fucking robbed as the artist of the fucking year in the Latin Grammys. That shit is full of shit. I don't care what nobody says. Anuel is not a new artist, and he should have not been in that category. Wait, what? It should have been Raul Alejandro, Mike Towers. It could have been Kevo. It could have been Omi de Oro, but not fucking Anuel. That that shit is a robbery right there. So so Anuel took that as new artist? No, he's in right now. Today, all the all the all the nominations came in, and he's nominated for the best new artist with Raul Alejandro. And Kasu and somebody else, but the point yeah. is, this nigga's been out for three, four years already, and nobody nah, can't even say nothing because he came out last year and he had a whole year to reign. Why they didn't give him that award last year? Why the fuck they giving it to him this year? That shit is a fucking, that's a scam. That's an ill robbery. Right yeah, wait, so he's been out what, for like two, two, three years already, right? How, no, he's been out since 2016 to get it straight. I mean, and yeah, I, but I'm talking about out of jail. It's been like what, two years? Two years he's been out of jail. Remember last year? He killed it last year. He had his album. He had all that stuff. So, how the, how, you know, how the fuck is it that this year he drops his album? Granted, it's his first real album, but they give him the in the category of best new artist. No, nah, that's crazy. He came out in the same class as Bad Bunny. So, if anything, he should have been in that class of, of best new artist. Yeah, yeah, Not for, yeah. In 2020, when you have new artists that are up and coming, like Kevo, Omi De Oro, you got Jay Wheeler, who could have got Best New Artist, who's been out for not even two years, uh, Raul Alejandro, you got a bunch of people that's just starting their careers, but they're giving it to Anuel, and you know he's going to win it. That's, that's a street yeah, robbery. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's a side, put, uh, how you How you got, what makes no sense to me, another category is, how you got Mike Towers under the album of the year with... Anuel for Emmanuel, Bad Bunny for Yo Hago Lo Que Me Da La Gana, uh, J Balvin for Colores, but you don't got Mike Towers on the best new artist, but he got the best, he's on some, the, the category for the best album. That makes no sense, none. Yeah, that doesn't make sense at all. But you know that shit is like a committee though, like you gotta like vote, like there's special people that be in those committee because well, they were complaining about that. Is, they, they, they basically sat down and discredited all the new artists that have been killing it for the past eight, nine, eight, nine months already, ten, like ten months in the game already, and since last year. Because last year's freshman class includes Omi De Oro, Kevo, it includes Jay Wheeler, Daleks, a whole bunch of people that's not Anuel. Anuel is old already. He's old news. He yeah. should not win. Best new artist. That's a robbery. Yeah, I don't know why. Why would they have him there? I'm pretty sure there's going to be people complaining about that as well, but that's a little crazy. Yeah, I seen that, and I, could, I couldn't believe it. It's a slap in the face to all the new artists. Like, that makes you not even want to work when you're putting people like Anuel in a category when, granted, he was locked up. But remember, before he got locked up, he was still getting play on the radio before he got locked up. Even and after he, dropped he got a, locked up. And he dropped the other album, Era Hasta La Muerte. That, that's what I'm... Oh, exactly. That was two years ago. Yeah. So how the hell he got Best New Artist? Yeah, you even good. corrected me on that one. Yeah, that makes no sense that he dropped the album when he came home and then dropped the second album, mm-hmm. which is a more album, but they're calling it Best New Artist for him. How? I, I see I see that year he could have won it when he dropped Hasta La Muerte because he had a big buzz coming out. He um, was not going to win. He was not going to beat out Bad Bunny. Impossible. Yeah, he, yeah that was the... Yeah, that would have been. You know great. what I mean? But it's just the, the fact that I'm tired of that. Don't 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 give it to favoritism. Don't give it to money related issues. Like that's a slap in the face for all artists. Like really, a big slap in the face. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it, it's been doing like this has been going on in the hip hop community for a long time. So, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure like the people that are really in the know, they're probably not really even paying attention. Um, you know, like the fans and shit like that. But us that we pay attention to the game. We notice little things like that, and that's, that's it's a little crazy. All right, so, but, so so take the next few minutes to introduce yourself, and I'm gonna introduce myself right after. But give yourself two minutes to introduce yourself and who you are, my man. Yo, so my name is Alex. I come from Far Rock. You know, we've been doing music and listening to music and debating for over like 10, 12 years. You know, I come with an aspect that you know um, I really look into the credits. 
and everything when it comes to the game in terms of lyrics and production, I really take account into that. And, you know, I, I got really love for the game, and I really see uh, this um, this podcast going to major networks and touring because I think what we're doing is something that's not being done, and we're going to change the game. That's a fact. That's a fact. You know, we, we, we just here to give the people good good debates about urban music and reggaeton, and not only that, dembo, anything that's Spanish, this topic. We're going to give an opinion on it, a good opinion on that. We're going to debate, we're going to argue, but it's all love. Yeah, and uh, and at that, coming soon, the YouTube channel's coming, where we're going to be seeing live uh, videos, and, and we're going to be giving uh, our opinions on it and critique it and to the best of our abilities. Yeah, big facts, big facts. We got, we're going to have the YouTube up and running soon. We're going to come out with videos of content that that's just separate from the podcast or of news that we give you, um, slides, shows, all type of stuff. But, you know, it's just the beginning. Just There's just be a merch coming real soon. Merch, merch. We got Jose Palito Twigs with the machine, and he's he's that guy for that. Coming with, some new, coming with some new flavors. You already know. Yo, so, moviendo pa'lante, moviendo pa'lante. What you want to talk about? You want to talk about um, the Rushmore list, the reggaeton Rushmore list? You want to talk about the statues? What you want to talk about? Artists of the year, rookie? What you want? Where you want to go in? First off, let me get one second, senor. Let me collect my thoughts. I'm in here, though. Nah, nah, it's all good. It's all good. I, I can edit that part out, so we good. Yeah, yeah, no, no. You can edit that. What it was is I just stopped to get gas. You already know people okay. filming this on the move. move. I just stopped to get <laughs> gas, but you already know I'm back up in here. I'm Jose Palito. I've been a fan of the game since whew, since whew. I was a kid. I could sing in my neighborhood. I was the first one to break the Tego Calderon album when nobody was bumping in. Nobody believed in the mu- movement, and I've been running with it ever since. A heavy fan of the game and everything. I love the direction that it's going. I like the new artists. I like the old artists. But there's a, a bunch of stuff that we need to cover. First and foremost, let's cover the way that Bad Bunny changed the game with his album in the sense that he dropped Yo Hago Lo Que Me Da La Gana. And what he gave us was a complete album of new reggaeton, old style reggaeton, Trap and even commercial records. And he single-handedly changed the game because he brung back sounds from the originals, from, from D- Daddy Yankee's early era. He brung back sounds of the, the essence of reggaeton. But then now, fast forward to where we at now, and I got to say that the reggaeton game is basically like I don't like the, the jump that they're taking because, granted, Bad Bunny did some old-style reggaeton. We give it to him. And then after that, I give Yandel the benefit of the doubt for the song Por Mi Reggae Muero. That's a good record. Anuel jumping on that, he brung a new style, or brung a new flavor, and to me, that's a good record. But then, when you go into him redoing Dembo, that was a waste of time. There's certain hits that shouldn't be touched at all. Mm, and that's a fact, that's a fact. When, when you got big records, like, there's certain records that nobody could produce. And then when you go back and you listen to Dembo, the original, you hear the vibes, you hear what he's saying. Fast forward to 2020, you have Raul Alejandro talking about Gucci, Prada, Fendi. It has nothing to do with what the song content was about, and it was a waste of time. And I get it. Raul Alejandro is a big talent, but there's certain songs that you shouldn't be taking just because it's cool, you know. And then you got even now Osuna with El Gitro Amarillo. I got to say it like this. That record is an okay record. It's not a, it's not an oh, my God record on the strength that it takes four or five listens to before you on some, okay, it, it's rocking. It's okay. But in reality, that song didn't need to be done. That, that was a pointless record. And again, Zion needs to stop singing his old choruses <laughs> on his song. Zion, uh... I'm calling you out. Come on. Motivando la yal. Eso fue hace 20 años. Deja eso chanteo ya. Son clásico. Déjalo quieto. It's unbearable that he's over here wasting old 
choruses like Zoom Dada and and Fantasma and all these other choruses that he's giving away to the young generation where he's not making them work for it. They're basically like, okay, I'm going to sing a Zion chorus and everything is going to be cool. It's not creative. It's corny. It's straight up corny. Some people could do it. Don't get me wrong. It's good to give a, a dedication to the old style and, you know, you, you go and you work and you probably put a little sound of the old song. But for you to go and redo old records, I think is a waste of time. That's like perfect example. On no planet will Daddy Yankee ever redo Gasolina. And I can say that with a confident fucking, a confident, confident thought. He's not going to do it. But, you know. Somebody else might, somebody else could do it probably. Daddy Yankee's not going to clear that. That record is a classic the way it is. Same way that nobody, Tego will not let nobody jump on a natural, you know. um, Guasa, guasa. None of those songs are ever going to get touched again for a reason. They're classics. Leave them alone. Because at the end of the day, what what Yandel with Dembo was a slap in the face. Because when you go to the club, guess what? They still play Dembo, the original. What was the point of putting Raul Alejandro on that song? And I get it. If Raul Alejandro would have been on that uh, on that song and gave it a new flavor that had nothing to do with clothing, because Dembo, if you listen to the lyrics, has nothing to do with clothing. It does not have to do with Fendi. It does not have to do with Prada. It does not have to do with Gucci. It doesn't have to do with any of that. It was a waste of a verse, a dud. Nah, that shit was that shit was corny, and uh, and you know what's the crazy part? Raul Alejandro. I don't know if he wrote that or. Who was if he was inspired, but like he he needs to like who was in the studio? These niggas got yes men around like Fendi, just, Prada, Gucci. Like come on now. That's what I mean. Like that verse, it wasn't worth it wasn't worth touching that song over. It really wasn't. Granted, they changed the beat up, but everything about that song was completely wrong, and it doesn't it doesn't need to be done. And you had Tempo commented that the other day that now the game. Everybody, like, Bad Bunny does one thing, everybody wants to follow him. And then they burn it out. It hasn't even been a year, and already that style was burned out. Talking about... No, continue. I must say, if you're going to bring something back, let's bring back the Bachata Fusions. Shout out to Mm. that. We're we're bringing in Noel Bama. Um, because that record right there with that little bachata beat right there, that's a smash hit right there. Yo, it's that's what they've been different. missing. That's a fusion right there. That's something like, oh, wow. It's been a while since we have anything close to Mayor Que Yo, Noche de Travesura, Mayor Que Yo Remix. No, hold on, and- hold on. Because Lunai did Mayor Que Yo, I think it was Lunai. But that shit was trash. That's what I mean. But he didn't use And, and, yeah, and not- it's like I said, the, the, that bachata fusion... It, it, it could be so big to have a record right now sample something, for example, of Aventura and have Romeo on the track because Romeo's on every song now when you think about it with Osuna and Anuel. Put uh, that man on the Not for nothing. We don't need Romeo again in another reggaeton song. Like he, that's it. It's running done. Nah, I think, I think with the Bachata Fusion, I think that Romeo's the guy to do it. Like, and not even Romeo. I want them to bring back the whole Aventura for that. I have my guy on the guitar with the guitar sounds. Put that in the modern beat, and let's go. The rest is and I would, I would, I would like to see um, Romeo with Wisin and there. They had that classic record, classic record, and with Don. But like, not for nothing, that shit with with Osuna, like his that's like his his version wasn't needed. Like not for nothing, like no, it wasn't. Like that, no, like, like it's not always gonna be a hit with Romeo. That's what I come to notice, like. They used to call him for the hit, but like that shit wasn't hitting like that, like the other songs. I liked the original version. Better. Yeah, the the, the original was way better. He sang it with passion, and then when Romeo came on, it was just okay. Romeo's the bigger artist. I just want to put him on. Boom, we're gonna put the record out. Exactly. Like I like the one with Anuel, uh, Romeo Anuel. That that one wasn't too bad. Yeah, but, uh, that, you know, like I said, he does good, but he could be a leader because the same way he does a lot of urban music and he does a lot of re- reggaeton songs. He could be a leader and make another genre and start making these bachata fusion records and turn it up a whole nother level. Mm. Because at the end of the day, if he doesn't want to be on those records, so serious, crazy hooks for people like Raul Alejandro, for other guys in the game that are singers, and he could control that single-handedly by himself, that whole genre. 
and get money out of it. Because when it comes to the Dominicans right now, it's only bachata, el alfa with it, dembo, and I get it, bachata, you know, um, el alfa's breaking over, he got a lot of Puerto Rican artists working with him, but there, there, there needs to be something bigger with bachata beats or with merengue, nah, merengue nah, fusion. I don't think that merengue level. is not going anywhere unless Omega do some crazy shit. He's been slacking. Like, I don't feel like his buzz been, you know, he came out of jail, but I don't know. He's, he's, his music not hitting like when, when like, when Chambonea was out, you know? But it's just like, it's like when you stop and think about, like, you know, people like Omega, they, the the father and what they invented, you know, there's nobody higher than him, you know, because at that I, I, time, I, I, a lot of people were arguing and saying that Alahazazai, whatever that guy name is, is lit, like, he's better than Omega, supposedly. No, Omega blew that up. When it came to those records in New York, everybody knows that Alante Alante, all those records, Chambonea, uh, all those records is what made that genre, Omega. It wasn't, you know, anybody could debate what it was. Omega was the one with those features, the Que Tengo Que Hacer with Daddy remix. Like, he, he, he set the, the bar with that. And with that being said, it's like right now, you know, you could bring a, a fusion like that you don't even need to bring him because at the end of the day, he hasn't been working. You know, when it comes to his talent and what happened to him, he fell off and there ain't no coming back, but it's okay because at the end of the day, Tego don't make smash hits no more, but yeah. he's still respected in the game and he still has to play. And fun fact, um, he wrote um, that song for Osuna La Flor on his first album, first or second album, while he was locked up. Yep. So, you know, yeah, he, he has, he, his pain game is crazy too. So he has a lot of potential uh, behind the scene, if you take advantage. But another thing that's messing with him is uh, he can't fly yeah, to the states. Like the, his visa has been denied, so you know that could probably potentially hurt him in the long run. Yeah, but it, it, even when you when you say like that, his visa's been thing nowadays with the corona, with the wait times are. You can have whole concerts right now in your house. Oh yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. Get a billion stream. And have a whole bunch of concerts from home remotely. No, that's and a turn fact. You you definitely right about that. You know, so when when it comes to artists not working, that's another thing. You know, in this podcast episode, you know, I'm gonna just say like this: Corona hit. A lot of these guys haven't been touring. A lot of these guys been home. A lot of these guys been in studios. And the quality of music coming out pre-Corona has been trash. Yeah. I'm, I'm basically gonna say it. It's been trash. Like, there, there was so much opportunity to sit down, master your craft a little bit more, and put out a classic album. First and foremost, one of the most corniest albums of the year, who I had a lot of expectation for, who, who left me flat duds fall on my face, Mickey Wood. Oh, that album was yeah. hot garbage. I'm tired of this <laughs> artist promoting themselves as an artist that they're not. Mickey Woods killed it for two straight years, all trap records, all up and down, trap records, trap records, trap records, to put out an album, 90% of it reggaeton, and he's not even a good reggaeton singer. Like, it's, 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 it's whack. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. Let's call it what it is. Stick to what you're good at. I get it. You can have one or two records in reggaeton. Perfect. If you're going to do that, throw a hit maker on with you. Yeah, put a yeah, Osuna on that record. Put Bad Bunny on that record. Put a hit maker on that record. But stop making these records by yourself thinking you could cross over when you haven't crossed over in two albums, and it's a dud. It was a dud. He could keep promoting that album. He could keep doing a million remixes to songs we don't care about. It was a dud. A whole dud. Another person, which which goes down, and right now, who I could say, are artists on the decline, they're like, yo, my <laughs> what have you been doing? Two albums back to back. Trash, trash. Whack. You, you could go and hit everybody's songs, give everybody a good feature, and then your album comes yeah, it's out. Yeah, it's a dud. It's a dud. What is it? It's a dud. And stop pushing that Nicki record. Don't get me wrong. It's a dope beat. I see what you try to do. To be honest, that record is yeah, not going to be talked about dub. two years Yeah, his music, it's a dud. his music don't age it's well. It's a dud. You use the Nicki's name. You, you know, you, you use the Nicki's name just to get streams. It's a dud. The best song on that album is the one with Darrell. And you needed Darrell for that. <laughs> That's what it is. Come on, De La Ghetto, wake up, man. You used to be that guy at one point in time. I thought De La Ghetto was going to be the reinvention of Daddy Yankee. I really did. 
at the point in, in his career when he was calling himself el rey de la el rey de la versatilidad, bro, he was on everybody's record, smashing everything. He went on a three-year binge where he was oh, yeah, he was killing shit. He was, he was a feature guy. Everybody, gold. and I get the feature was gold. Die, 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 die. You know, duh. talking about going in a different direction and had it half for a minute is is um that nigga Thali. Like, like his last album, that. like he, I don't know if he he moved to Brooklyn and his shit started like he started chilling with Pop Smoke before he passed it, but. This this nigga went a whole different route. Like this nigga started doing, what was it? What the that type of music, drill music, and what happened to where you? How you first started? Like you had a whole sound, a whole wave. Messiah too. He can't. He can't drop a single to save his life. But but the problem with that is they open the doors for these little guys to come in and break that door down. And keep it going. Because where Thali's failing, Chucky 73 and Freddy 031 got it. You know what I mean? And they, they took that whole wave and that whole style. Because when you think about trapping New York right now, you're going to go straight to Chucky Yeah, and that's a fact. Goya, and that's a fact. Because he's hot right now. And he's nice. You know what I mean? Thali is like, I get it. You was a, a father to the, to the New York scene when it comes to trap. But they didn't elevate the game. Because at the end of the day... And there's that guy, what's his name? Uh, uh, damn. Mm. Chan Dong, I think his name, from okay. whatever, 173 in the Heights, with that, him trying to claim that Trap was started in, in New York and it's called Trap New York. Yeah, yeah that's irrelevant. Just right. No, it wasn't. Trap mm-hmm. was born in Puerto Rico. Let's get it straight. Alcángel de la Ghetto, Alex Kaiser, was making Trap records in 2014. So slow it <laughs> down, buddy, yeah. because it was not born in New York. Not at all. And no matter what, yeah, I give it to Messiah. He put, he created yeah. a pocket for Dominican artists. Because when he came out with Damarindo, no. Roby Cinco, all that, nobody heard a Dominican like that doing trap. We give it to him. He had it. But at the end of the day, when he started doing these hey, R&B, singing on live every day, like. And, and it's not just Ali Goya and Messiah. Let's get it straight. Yeah. It's also Lito Quirino. That come on, my man. Like you had a big record with Anway yeah, where you yeah. couldn't capitalize. It dropped a trap record after that mm. and stole the show because Anuel got locked up. What you do? You drop four fucking yeah. R&B albums, bro. Yeah, like, you- corny yeah. shit. Like these niggas go like they start one way and they go a whole, a whole nother way. Like I, it doesn't add up. And like they had, they had the potential to really. Because I remember seeing Thali in the studio with Fabulous and a couple of other people. And I'm like, damn. And, you, and you know, in the reggaeton, I don't know if he burned his bridges. You know, when he had that beat for the Osuna or whatever. Uh, so I don't know if he burned his bridges or not. But, like, you have, you got a caja in your pocket. Like, you could get any feature you really wanted if you really wanted to. I mean, the one thing I can say about Dali, where, where I give it to him, is Dali's not dumb, and Dali okay. owns all his masters. And all those tapes he put it out, they're under him. So, you know, no matter what, we give it a stream, we listen to it, we thought it was corny, them streams put money in his pocket, just mm. like everybody else put money yeah, in his I guess. pocket when they listen to the album. So in that sense, I give it to Dali that he didn't use Akane for what it was, because if that was the case, Akane would have raped him on that contract. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess at that life. point, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he definitely would have got scrapey, scrapey under the contract. But who is, is he? He's not signed. He's he's independent. Okay. Independent on himself. All his all his albums when you look oh, at okay. him, it says Tiger Gang. Shout outs to Tiger Gang for keeping their masters and all that. But Dolly, what's up? We yeah, want another one by those Tigers. Their first album, that album, Classic. that's a classic, bro. Same. A whole classic, bro. And everything yeah. after that has been. Uh, you haven't really, you went to the top of the mountain and you haven't went back. You know, you haven't got higher than that. You just went down. And, you know, that that could be fixed, bro. All, all it takes is one good mixtape or two. Yeah, get hungry. Top, get, get, you know, stop biting niggas' wave and get back in your lane or create some new shit. Because he has a lot of potential. And, and not for nothing, Messiah, I think he has a lot of potential, but he needs to 
because I get misconfusion. I don't know if, if you're an R&B singer, a bachatero, a trap artist. Like, which one are you? Like, he's just too, he's too, he does too much in one back for me. So he has a lot of potential, but he just does do too much. And I think he needs to stick to something. Like Romeo, he stuck to fucking bachata. And he mastered it. And now he's the best. And sometimes he dibble and dabble, do a little fucking reggaeton here and there. And that's it. Might see him in a movie once in a while. But he sticks to his lane because he knows that's what he does. And that's where his full potential is. So, you know, so. But anyways. Okay. But when it comes to this podcast, first and foremost, listeners, we want to let you know we not over here. Yeah. Dick. That's a fact. If it's corny. corny. Yeah, that's a fact. Your shit is corny. We not trying to, oh, nah. but I don't want to say it's corny because, you know, one day if we got a show, the they're not going to, no, the shit was corny, bro. Let's get it together. Now, you know, I'm, we, we over here, we giving our yeah. chance to bring the best out of artists. Now to have you and your feelings. This is no, uh, no bullshit podcast. Yeah. We giving you how it is. And hey, we know yes men over here. All right? No yes men. Ain't no <laughs> that, shit. that shit is whack is whack. Especially to a lot of these guys, man. I give it to people like that. I get the first and foremost. I went on a rant, yes, but I was a big fan, a big believer that that I get was gonna be that person to take that Daddy Yankee slot when it came to being versatile and verses and doing different songs. But you gotta be honest with yourself, my man. You let a whole bunch of artists come in the game and surpass hey, you in a little bit of time. And I get it. It's different times. Bad Bunny came and forget about it. Anuel came. Forget and you gave Anuel his start on La Ocasión. If it wasn't for La, La Ocasión, Anuel would have never been with that right now. Jay Bailey came fact. and changed the game too. Like he came in after. The thing about Balvin though, Balvin came in a time where the game was too techno orientated. It was too club like, and Jay Balvin took it back to the essence of reggaeton. And for that, he will forever be remembered, and he forever holds a special place. And reggaeton, when you talk about the higher arts and just like the Mount Rushmore's, the the fathers of hit of, of of reggaeton, he's not a father of it, but he brought the game back to where yeah, it that, used to be. That's, it that's what hip hop needs, right? Like somebody like Jay Byron to come in and bring it back to his essence. Yeah, yep, man, because he, he now Jay Byron really did come, and I and, and you know what's crazy? Like when Jay Byron first came out. I'm, I thought he was going to be like a one-hit one hit wonder. Like, he was just going to come and go. And to really see where he's at and the accomplishments that he's achieved over the years. And not only that, to cross-border with the hip-hop community. you see him with Babe, Adidas, and the Will Smiths, and those people. It's like, that's that's pretty big, you know. Not a lot of people in that reggaeton game is doing that. You know, like Nicki, you see maybe Osuna, you know, doing dabbling here. With Mayweather and shout out to Nikki though for getting nominated for that Atlantic Grammy with Shout out to Nikki. Yeah. That's big right there. No matter what, that's big. Stop all this hate between you know Nikki and every female artist and give her, her just due. Give her her flowers while she's alive. If it wasn't for Nikki, there wouldn't be no Cardi. If it wasn't for Nikki, there would be no Meg Thee Stallion. And she broke them doors down. And that Latin Grammy right there, that nomination, that's big news for the Latin community yeah. and for Nicki Minaj. I mean, you remember so 50 Cent won his first mama. Grammy with Wisin Yandel. He would never got that's a Grammy if it wasn't for that one. So, you know, that'd be a good look for her. And look look where she got to go. She got to go to the Latin market in order to get one. That's crazy. But yeah, that's man. But fact. not. but it's good to see the game, man. I like, you know... A lot of these artists, uh, like hip hop artists, you know, noticing that they get thrown really where it's at and um, and the potential that it had, you know, um, this guy from the very beginning, Nori. Uh, yeah, yeah, shout out to Nori. I know he was talking about it, and they was talking about it. He was saying like he got shitted on in the beginning, people didn't believe in him and all that, and because he knew where it was going. I gotta give it to Nori because Oyemi Kanto really did bring nah, a lot a of eyes to the game. Oyemi Kanto was a big record, and being that you know Tego took his verse off that record, and by him putting Daddy Yankee, forget about it. That's it blew up, blew up. Yo, but um, Daddy Yankee, he's not signed to Pina, right? 
so Daddy Yankee signs to Sony himself. Music on The 2020, 2021 version. And the 2020, the, uh, I get one. Oh, yo, not Mr. Person report on Notch, man. That's fine. That that's crazy. Yo, now he had another song after that that was on one of the My Flow, My Flow too, but he never broke out after that. But I get bueno, man. I know yeah. he still getting that streaming money, bro, because that record wait. is still a big record. Wait, wait. He, he might not own those masters, so who? Wait, hold up. Somebody else might. Somebody else might own yeah, those masters. You're right. right, you're right. I was a missing person. Notice, but not. Yeah, Brian. Come on, man. Yeah, bring, bring him back, bring him back. Yo, so um, talking about um, artists of the year, who you giving artists of the year? Let's talk about artists of the year. Who for 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 this year, twenty twenty? Artists of the year. Yeah. Bad Bunny. I give it to Bad Bunny for the simple fact that Bad Bunny worked really hard on that album. He put his heart and soul into that album, and that album spoke for itself. Unfortunately. Corona hit, and the man didn't get to tour and reap the benefits from that album. But that album, singly, hands down, top three albums of reggaeton history, period. Period. No taking that back. Top three, it don't matter who you, top three, that album. Not only that, after the album, he waits two, three months, he gives us yeah. No Salion an album, another album, and that one have four or five big records. Not to mention the ¿Cómo se siente? of 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 the como se siente they're still on the top of the charts Dale. right now. No, Bad Bunny, and on top of that, you got him with the with the Kobe freestyle. Yeah. Wow, man, what a freestyle! With the freestyle the other day about being political, another big, you know, just giving giving the culture what it needed. Not only that, right now the Crocs. The Crocs that sold out that I didn't even get a pair. Come on, buddy. Yeah. Come on, my man. I waited online. We didn't get them. And, and and there's rumors through the grapevine that he's coming out with another album. Not to mention the fact that he went and executive produced most of the Joely Randy album. And that album is another heat rock. It goes to Bad Bunny, who also wrote one composer of the year for all those. And, and he was on one wrote. of the biggest singles that was there, too. Like. Devil yeah, day. Yeah. Give that man yeah. his flowers, please. Yeah. Album of the year. Yo, but Bad Bunny. Runner up, runner up, I, I will give to Anuel. On the strength of nobody thought that his album was going to come out, that Manuel, and not to mention the records he got out already, China, everything, not to mention the records he have with Daddy, not to mention the new record with Kento, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. That man has been working. I can't take it away from him. Runner up, no, yeah, uh, Bad Bunny, Back. Anuel, definitely top of the list. I will have to say, I will add uh, Chucky said 73, even though it's in his, um, you know, artist of the year, um, different genre. Well, right now, Chucky, Chucky 73, he's up there when you talk about rookies, but in, in my opinion, you could give Young Putin on rookie of the year, I'm gonna give mine rookie of the year. Somebody who I've seen working the hardest since since that big feature he got and capitalized on it only uh, the man has yo. been on every Doesn't have one single that's really up there that's crazy that really 
But it's not a song that it's not a song that really certify him as Omi the Oro like that guy. Like it crossover like niggas know. But listen, you can't you can't discredit him. When you give it to Rookie of the Year, it goes to who's giving who's who's on everybody's album. And when you count it right now, it's him and Raúl Alejandro. And and I can't even give it to Raúl Alejandro because Raúl Alejandro been out longer. No, but I'm I'm giving my Rookie of the Year. I'm gonna give it to Chucky. Yeah. Okay, he working, but he don't got big records. He don't got bigger records than than, than Omi. That's a fact. Boy, I mean, we, I I think we're gonna have to disagree. To, uh, agree to disagree on that, but I like uh, I like Chucky seventy three records way better than Omi. Like I think them shits bang way harder. Like we gotta give the man his credit though. He's getting spins on the radio. And one thing about Chucky, they need to clean it up because. That puta cuero shit is not going to make it on the radio. Granted, you're going to get a million streams, but Chucky Siete Tres, they need that one big single where they can yeah, they, 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 take they. it over the top. And even in that sense, like, I see what they're doing. They don't make them bow records. I fucks with it. I like how they got their own little style with La Brasileña and La, La Colombiana. We need one more, you know, La Puerto Riqueña. Maybe that's the one to put you over the top. Yeah, I could, I could see that. I could, I, but you know that that's cheat code if you throw bad money on there. That's a cheat code. Nah, but that it worked good because if you think about it, right now that bunny gave um the that record to Omi, which was the um Subimo de Rango, and I say that to say this: Omi was on that record with a whole nother person named Shooter. What the fuck happened to Shooter? Never put out a song. Never put out a video, never nothing. He didn't capitalize on that feature. That's like the the millions of people that get Drake features and flop afterwards. Omi at least got that Bad Bunny feature and put him over the top, and he's been he's one of the top games in the name in the names in the game right now. When you talk about rookies and getting I, a high burst right now, and you can't take it away from him. He's on every album that came out. I, but like I said, I want to see a good song that's. He has a lot of potential in my eyes. I think he he's going places, but I I gotta see more single. Like you know, like where where Ro Alejandro, like he got singles and he got features. So you know that's just what separates them two. I like Ro Alejandro got them singles that he could back off and tour off, and, and Omi the Order he got a lot of features. And yes, he got a couple of songs by himself that are pretty cool, but nothing really that's ah, uh, you know. It's the he don't have the it yet. Right? He's missing the it for me at least. Uh, you wildin', you wildin', you wildin' because he got bigger records. Okay, but he don't got bigger right. records than Ro, than Ro Alejandro. Nah, you got you also. Yeah, but Ro Alejandro. It doesn't matter. It doesn't right matter. Now, he's still he's an artist. He's an artist, no, though, right? No, you can't say that because Ro Alejandro is commercial, and in the beginning, you couldn't commercialize Anuel, and that's a fact. And that's where Omi's at in his career right now. Because it took Anuel getting locked up and coming home to really put but, out those but, but you, top singles. And that's Anuel, a fact. It took him studying himself and his flow. But Anuel been singing, though. Records. Always been singing since we, before he got locked up. Was, it was... Yeah, but none of, none of those oh, no, no, were no, like when he came home. He was not giving up no chinas, oh, no, 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 none of those records. It was after he got locked up, he reinvented himself. And right now, Omi, who, who's not even locked up, who's capitalized, because that's one thing, Anuel didn't capitalize off his rookie year, which was his artist, um, new artist of the year, which was three years ago. He didn't capitalize on that because he was locked up. And you cannot blame Raul Alejandro, Kazu, Mike Towers, and all of that because he was locked up. That was his mistake. And it's fucked up that Grammys went and gave him best new artist when he's not new. And everybody... Yeah, now that's crazy. That They need to... They're not going crazy on Twitter over that? All I know is that I hope that Anuel takes that award and says he doesn't want it and gives it to Raul Alejandro. Because at the end of the day, I heard him in an interview saying that him and Raul Alejandro went to the same school and Raul Alejandro invented the Narcos dance for him. Give that man his award and his flowers while he's here. (laughs) (laughs) But not for nothing. Let's keep it real. You see Omi de Oro being relevant in 20 years. Well, you can't say that with what? no artist, but what? I'll say it like this. If you, 
Romeo, he's not going to be relevant in 20 years, 30 years. All right, but that, okay, that, let's be honest. Let, let, okay, right, let's go to Daddy Yankees. Let's no, 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 no. Let's go to Daddy Yankees class and everybody he came out with, and tell me how many of them are still making music to this day. None of them. Like you can't, you can't put a twenty a year gap because the only people that got twenty years in the game right now is we seen Daddy Yankee, and we seen Daddy Yankee came out Yandere with too. a lot Yandere. of people. Father, okay. That's what I mean. We seen Yandel. They they came out and. So you can't put Omi and say 20 years. But let's say, do I see him in the game in five years? Yes, I do. Because what Omi's doing right now, I give it to Pop Smoke created a, a wave with the drill music, right? And since Pop Smoke's death, little TJ put out a whole album trying to capitalize. Yeah, uh, J.I. the Prince put out some drills like trying to capitalize. You got um, Fabio Foreman trying to capitalize. You got... um. Busy Banks, Sleepy Hollow, Sleepy Hollow. Um, Coach the Duck. All these guys are trying to capitalize off that drill sound. That's one. But I give it to Omi the Auto because if you hear his songs, they're drill sounds. And right now, that drill sound is not going to be English. It's not. It's going to be taken over by the Spanish. And right now, Omi is first in line to take over the Spanish drill. And that's big because right now, there's a difference between drill and trap. And there's a big gap that Omi puts in that because a lot of his records are not trap. They're so. drill records. And that's big. That's why I'm saying if you give him not like five years, two years from now, I feel like he's going to take that sound, be the basically unwell of that or the bad bunny of that style so and take it and run with it because if you think about iman iman is a drill record and that record is hard. so you're saying that he, he right now he's the jordan of the drill spanish and dali is the he's on he's the bench player pretty much because at the end of the day them records don't sound good on dali but when you hear or like perfect example you can't even think Fucking Bright Thiago kills everybody. That Iman feature is crazy, bro. Bright Thiago's verses on that. Hands yeah, down. he went crazy. He went and he's a singer. That's the that's the thing. And then when you think about Omi, for him to, to be on that record and just to, and then you know right now all we've been getting is previews. But the two three little previews that I heard of Omi playing records that we haven't heard already, they're drill and they sound mm, really good. Let's see. Let's see. Well, so let let. Let's see. I'm, 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 first and foremost, I'm going to say I'm very disappointed in the fact that he's naming his first LP a Ray Del Punch, but he only has five records. That's a slap in the face. And let's be honest, out of five of those records, three of them are reggaeton love songs. Get the fuck out of here with that, my man. If you're going to do something, do it right. And I better, and that one fucking song you got on there that's new, that shit better be a fucking... What are the chances that those five songs are going to be bangers? Well, you, it's not even that they're going to be bangers because Lalu is already a banger. That's what I keep telling you. That's his, that's his main single, and that's a big record for him. Lalu is already on the radio and is getting spins. And his other single is Cash that gets spins as well. But he has the record with Raul Alejandro that came out. I'll be honest, it's, an, it's not Raul Alejandro's best work. It's not Omi's best work. I'm not a big fan of the record, but I see what he was trying to do. Get a different fan base. I get it. Let's just worry about the other two songs that we haven't heard, and we, we can continue that conversation. But for now, I just hope that that first song, that drill record that he's playing, I hope that that's the one that puts it That song out. was hard. You sent me that shit on, on Instagram. That's, I was like, mm. Not only that. We got to be careful, and we got to be mindful of what's going on. But he got a feature coming with Chucky Siete Tres. Let's see how that goes. Not only that, he's been in the studio with Eladio Carreón. And when it comes to the Latin trap, the king of Latin trap right now, today, is Eladio Carreón. It's not Anuel. It's not Bad Bunny. It's he got Eladio a whole different Carreón. way. That man is He's making real trap records. Not only that, he's going to real trap English artists. Not only that, he gave us a great album, uh, one of the top 10 albums of the year. Not only that, he turned around and gave us a care package with eight, nine new songs, a few of them that were really good records, and then now he keeps previewing more trap records that are supposed to come out. 
I give it to Eladio when you when you talk about trap and let's get let's be honest. Brian Myers is a dud. Stop it with the he was the one who popped with the trap. No, he didn't. Get out of here. Yeah. Fuck out of here. It was. Yo, I got I, I got him as my Let's fucking go. artist on the decline, Brian Myers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Artist on the decline. For you is Brian Myers. For yeah, me yeah. is De La Ghetto. And I, and I, and I say that because it hurts, man. We seen De La Ghetto in the game for fifteen years already. Fifteen. And it's like the older he gets. The, the, the worse his song choice gets. The worse his beat selection gets. The, everything about it is just like, dude, how come, what happened to all these big records that you was giving everybody? What happened to the Halagatillo? Yeah, he lost. What happened? How come he, Nicky, those, those crazy verses and features, but didn't have them on his own album? Hey, you, like, it, he'll give you mad ill verses and whatever, but... He can't do a single. Like, I don't know. Like, he'll have the hottest beat, and he just drops the ball every time. I know he got to be looking at, like, Kanye, like, yo, yeah. like, damn, like, Kanye got a bigger buzz, and, you know, we came in at the same. That, 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 that's one thing that you got to you gotta put. And you put him in De La Ghetto, and, and you start comparing their songs, their features, their their, their re- relevance in the game, and you'll see a big difference on, on how – Alcangel is up there, up there, and De La Ghetto is not up there. Because right now, if you want a hot verse, you're going to Alcangel yeah. right now. And he's on every record. Every record has Alcangel on it, still to this day. Give that yeah. man his flowers and give that yeah. man a Grammy. Stop I'm surprised he hasn't got a Grammy. Like They, they got to give that man his flowers, face. too. Alcangel deserves his flowers, man. Alcangel, man. At the end of the day, man, is from here to by the time, you know, wherever we take it to this podcast, we're going to have our own award show and we're giving out our own awards to people like Alcane for the Yo, facts. We, 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 yo, that great, great, great fucking idea right there. We need to do that. Because there's certain people, man, that don't win awards, that should be winning awards. There's certain people that win awards that don't deserve them. And that needs to be addressed, man. Come on, stop it with the with the establishment. Stop letting these white people dictate what I'm the fuck is good. Because once again, let me rewind back to that Anuel as the best new artist. Dude got songs in 2015. Yeah. Or in 2020. Where is the <laughs> new? Where is the new? Where? Yo, you know who, who needs an award too? My son, Gotai. Gotai. one, man. Uh, let, let, in this episode, let, let's talk about yeah, let's, uh, and let's talk about let's, it. Come on. I got let's, let's... I'm super upset with Gotai on the strength that, one, he gave us an album in the beginning of this year. That album was not promoted. Oh, it wow. was not talked about. I found out about it because one of the songs, I seen the video of it, and I'm a fan of his. Where? Where's the promotion? Now, we want fast forward to where we are now. Dude, why is Gautai giving Osuna every fucking song? If Osuna was the artist that everybody thinks he is, he could have wrote those records by himself. By himself. What happened with the Demon Si Tu Me Quiere? What happened to all those records that put him over the top? If you look at his discography from the beginning to now, that man has been going down and down and down. Every album that follows the, the previous is not the same from the first one. His singles are not the same. And I grant that you grow every album. But let's be honest. A lot of those records on this album uh-uh. were not it. Though they were Gotai records. Gotai records. Uh, Gotai was, Gotai was all over that album. I seen his interview with Musicologo. Uh, that's his name? Musicologo. And he was saying that he was all over that album. He wrote the intro for Cristo uh, Amarillo for We Seen. And, um, yeah, he said he was all over that album. They spent a lot of time together. Um, so, you can see, I mean, that's the only thing I'm, I'm happy about Gotai because he never really got to blow up the way he deserves. But at least he's working with, with Osuna, one of the biggest artists. So, in that aspect, I'm happy for him. But he has a lot of potential, and it's sad to, to, to be like, you know, Doing what he's doing, but I don't know which one is hap- making him. I guess he this is making him happier because he's making mad money. You, you know, we can't deny that. So this, so this is probably the most money he's ever made. You know, with uh, compared to his own career. 
So correct. in terms of that, Osuna is good because when Gotai's around, you know he's always going to be dropping them hits. That's a fact. That's a fact. So what do you think happened with Gotai, though, that he didn't blow up? Because he had his. What do you think happened? To, what do you think what was the cause of his demise? Well, first off, give your opinion. I'll be right back All in right, two cool. seconds. Just give your opinion. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, what I think happened with Gotai was that uh, he probably wasn't, I don't know, maybe, like, I don't know. He wasn't um, somebody that you could promote, like, you know, in terms of looks and having that direction of his music matching with everything that's around him. So that's what I think happened uh, with his downfall. But who knows, man? Anything could have happened. But anyways, yo, everybody... As Twix is going on a break, I just want to say thank you for listening to to our podcast, um, Urban Debaters, Reggaeton, and everything. We 50 minutes in. This is pretty crazy. And we still got a lot to go, but we're going to keep it short. We're going to probably keep it for like another 10 minutes because it's about to be an hour. And we don't want to bore you guys. Um, but definitely, once you guys hear it, please drop a comment, like. Uh, see where we can where we can improve and see where um see where we're gonna go and just keep uh supporting us. We're gonna really try to take this to another level. Our YouTube is coming, our merch is coming. Um yeah, so we're about to be lit. We're about to keep it going. And yeah, and also if you guys have anything that you want us to talk about, please let us know and we'll be happy and discuss it. Also I'm going to talk to Twix, but I'm thinking about also having, like, call-in where you guys got access questions or you want to, guys want to give your opinion and we can have a take on it and a discussion. Um, so, that definitely look that. We're definitely going to be in the works on that. Um, yeah, and tell a friend, tell a friend. We're really trying to go this. We, we really believe, believe in this uh, in our podcast, and I believe that we, we're going to take it far, so... With your support and love, I think we'll be able to make it far. And, uh, yeah.